podcast i'm here with ben bliss and we are in what i would call the third part of the trilogy this is the the closure moment to the russell wilson trade we had the part where we where we were like do we even like this fucking guy fuck this russell wilson guy we should trade him although i listened to the podcast in detail and we weren't as, as let's trade this fucking guy as you would think, but Emily was, and we we were like, ah, maybe we keep him. Anyway, then he got traded, and then we had the recovery part where we're like, oh, fuck, now he's gone. We're totally better without him, but we're totally going to get, like, another quarterback just as good. But now we know that we that's bet. not going to happen. So here we are, Ben, in the part of our life where we now know that we're not getting Russell Wilson or his equivalent. And uh, yeah, here we are. This is that part, this is the closure. Well, we can do one of two things. I think we both just need some silver linings, right? Yeah. Everyone needs a silver lining. Sure. I think it would be doing ourselves a disservice to sit here and look each other virtually face to face. And try, and try to convince one another that things are going to be okay. Well, because that's they're, unfortunate they're that you say that, okay. Ben Bliss, because that is exactly <laughs> what we are here to do. No. So my point is, the silver linings, maybe they're not about winning. Or, say, being, quote-unquote, in the playoff race. <laughs> maybe the silver linings are something like this. The most fun we ever had was those first couple years in L.A. when they sucked ass and we would go to the Seahawks bar and there'd be like 11 of us getting a real shot at halftime, not the weird blue cheap thing they made later on. And the bartender would just always take her shirt off for no reason. And we all knew each other. And it was a blast because we were terrible. That's a very specific niche that you're wanting to fill there. And we started winning (laughs) and backstage started sucking. So I think the silver linings might be in the sucking. Okay, so you're telling me that because you and I having uh, young children that now the bar life is going to be better, which benefits (laughs) all of us? Is that really the argument that you're coming at me me with? let Let me pose this question to you. What's more likely, that Drew Locke takes us to the playoffs or you and I get to have a bar life again? I believe that these are equivalent. And you know what? <laughs> I Here's the thing. We're going to talk about that. This is going to be – we're going to really explore. What we're going to explore is we're not going to get into the draft. It's not time for the draft yet. We are pre-draft. We got to see what do we got. Right now. Now, I remember originally this was going to have a lot of Marcus Mariota stuff in it, but that's not going to happen anymore. And I, I think I, I really thought Bottom liked Marcus Mariota, but apparently that's not a thing. Um, Wrong Oregon College. No, it was. I feel like maybe he drafted him early one year and I really thought that he liked him. So, anyway. That might have been me, to be honest. I could have actually really just mixed that up. Well, I thought he was going to be great. We're not getting Mariota. We're not getting any of those guys. We've got Drew Locke. And so. But there are still a lot of moving pieces. There is, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. 
probably not a great I don't, idea. We don't want him. No. 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 Um, and, no. and we've got Baker Mayfield, also some more damaged goods. But you know Pete. You know Pete. He likes he likes to be the second chance. He's all about second chances. And there are rumors. One came out today that the uh, Seahawks are continuing to be mentioned in possible trade scenarios with the Cleveland Browns. Maybe a third rounder for Baker Mayfield, and maybe we don't take all of the cap. We'll see. Yeah, but does this does this mean we're going to lose DK? No, it has nothing to do with DK Metcalf. I've been Metcalf. reading a lot about how... Yeah, that's just how... the Chiefs trying to get DK Metcalf. All right, here's the thing. The last time I said that guy will never get traded on this pod, it didn't go quite well. So I'm not quite inclined to make any ultimatums. <laughs> it's not working out well for me. <laughs> no, it didn't go well last time. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do instead is I'm thinking this is more of a mystery date game where I'm going to get you excited. See, the thing is, you've got names in your head, but you need to look at the players just absent, absent of names. Because the fun thing about the NFL draft is everyone gets super excited about all these things they did in college. But, you know, what Pete said in his press conference, he's excited for second chances. He's excited for players that maybe were really great in college and went to the wrong program. And it's the same team that paid Matt Flynn $64 million. This is exactly that man and the one who traded second and third rounder for Charlie Whitehurst. And I'm sure <laughs> they both who had... Love, who, by the way, you gave me all the same speeches you're about to give I know, me about whoever the I fuck know. about Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> I'm just saying, while they probably had great draft profiles as well, what we're going to do is exactly (laughs) this. We're going to talk ourselves into these players just once to get it out of the way. So I'm going to read you the draft profile omitted of some uh, details that could probably reveal who they are. And you're going to tell me who you're in. And these, for the most part, come with NFL comparisons. So you get to really get to feel for who these guys now. For the most part, uh, these guys would never involve any sort of large trade value, a third rounder maybe, uh, or or maybe we already have them on our roster or not. So here we go. Ben Bliss. I should have got a song for this. I should have got a song for the date game. Fix it um, in post. I'm not going to fix anything in post. I've stopped doing these things in post. I'm going to go uh, date game. Oh, that's not. That's not what I wanted at all. Um, all right. That's no. You know what? Not going to go down that road. Um, all right. Here we go. Our first profile. He completed 70% of his passes in college. He threw 43 touchdowns and only six interceptions in his senior year. He also ran for five scores and led the nation in pass efficiency by a large margin setting an NCAA record that was actually one he actually broke his own record. He himself set that record the previous year. He is top five at the time, pretty much every other passing category. NFL prospect grade 6.7, NFL comparison, Doug Flutie. So for now, we'll just call him Doug Flutie. So you've got Doug Flutie there. Doug Flutie is your first player that we could acquire you feeling good about that that sounds pretty good that sounds like I a guy that i want on my team that would help round out 
the draft profile. Well, you don't get any questions because it, it's not about to solve it just yet. You get to so hold Doug Flutie in your mind. All that stuff you've okay. got. It's the all it's right. the dating game. We're gonna okay. hear all, all right, about right, him, right, and then you're gonna come right. back. Maybe then you all can right. ask a question. All okay. right, that's um, Mr. That's Doug Flutie is uh, contestant A. Contestant B. Uh, could have gone anywhere to lead a college offense as an Elite 11 camp participant. Chose a place local to him. His strong arm helped him leave all of the football with uh, 44 passing touchdowns, as well as to six straight wins at the end of the year to reach a bowl game. Cle- completed 57.8% of his throws uh, for almost 4,000 yards, only 13 interceptions has as much pure talent as any quarterback from the blank draft, but won't reach that potential unless he proves his accuracy and learns to play better with the in-game presence. NFL grade 6.4 comparison, Matt Stafford. Is this Jameis Winston? I'm not. No, Jameis Winston's on a roster already. All right. I thought you were saying people we could get. We could get, so but James Winston could... just got signed by the Saints. They're not going to sign a guy just to trade a guy, okay? All right. I hadn't heard that. He's signed yet. He's signed. <laughs> He's signed. But feel free to throw these out there if you think there is somebody out. These, there's only so many players out there. In fact, I mean, I could tell you them all, but then I'll help you narrow them down. I mean, there is, you know, one of these guys will be Baker Mayfield. One of these guys will be Jimmy Garoppolo. And one of these guys will be Drew Luck. How about that? Okay, fair. All right. All right, all right. All right, all right. I thought it was just like anyone we could possibly get. Well, it, it would be, but there's really not a whole lot left. Really, the best, right. those are the three best options that the Seahawks have right now is keeping Drew Locke as our guy, trading for Baker, trading for Jimmy G. So you've now, got. That, can I, all right. Is it too up? early for me to throw something at you? Because I actually think we might go the other, we might sign a Baker and then still draft Willis. And make well, yeah, compete. I mean, we could, but we could also just keep Drew Locke and and draft him. But we're not talking compete. to draft. Imagine this is Russ. Okay. This is based on Pete's belief in second chances. So right. this oh, is okay. the so the second think, chances okay. Okay. dating game. Got it. So, um, out of the three people I just mentioned, you've got Doug Flutie, Matt Stafford. This is number three, a decorated passer. Could excite quarterback coaches with his quick delivery, mental makeup, and work habits. He still needs to prove he can fit the ball in the tight windows and do more to carve up soft shells the way he regularly did on his way to record-breaking performances in college. Possesses the physical tools to eventually earn an NFL starting job in the NFL. Rhythm passing game with continued refinement. More of a caretaker than a game changer and will require some patience adapting to the NFL game. A 5.9 NFL grade and zero comparison. So those are the three. Now, I threw in a fourth just to spice things up so that maybe you can't play the game of eggs. So Drew Locke, Baker Mayfield, and Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is your fourth comparison. And you can try to guess who this guy is uh, based on those three people. Um Statistically, he improved every year. This three-year starter finished his career throwing 98 touchdowns to just 21 interceptions, completed 67% of his throws, topping out as 71% as a senior. During one stretch of pass attempts, 283 pass attempts, between his junior and senior seasons, he had 31 touchdowns and zero interceptions. 
comparison, Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. Like Ryan, this person is the best quarterback in his class, but won't be the first overall pick. It may take some time for this person to come into his own in the NFL. He will never be compared with top-tier quarterbacks, but should be a good, dependable signal caller. So you've got A, the dude who had the 6.7 Doug Flutie grade. B, Matt Stafford, 6.4 NFL grade. C, zero comp, fourth rounder, 5.9 grade. And then D, no comp grade, no grade, but compared to Matt Ryan. Which one of those do you want to be the future of the Seattle Seahawks? But I, can I be honest? Yeah. None, because I don't think we, we can have just a straight pocket passer like any of those guys. It's not the way our game is designed, right? Did you want me to throw 40 times in there? The first person ran for five touchdowns. Oh, I'm, I, I mean, I just... But the comparisons, like Doug Flutie, Matt Stafford... Uh, Matt Ryan. The, Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan, those are all pretty straight. Well, you're just trying to find the next Russ, though. Like, think about but it's it. The way, but it's, but the, he's gotten away with a shitty O-line because Russ's legs have been like an extra O-lineman. I, I just don't understand. I mean... Interesting. So you feel like we need a mobile quarterback? Well, I, I think I, I think I think Baker is probably the best option on the table. But who knows what Drew Locke will do? But I think he would fit our offense as it were. Well, here's the thing, because I think a lot of the friction with Russ had to do with Pete would not evolve the offense, but still relied on his feet. But yet we were run first, and we never got to let Russ cook. Right? I, I right. think that was. A big part of the problem but it's still the way our team is used to functioning so i fuck, i don't know man all right, all right, all right. what i'm gonna do is a pocket passer like man, i'm gonna help you out here i'm gonna Stafford. help you out here i'm gonna add 40 times to each one of these bios does that help wait what oh yeah yes it does yes it does okay 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 okay, okay. all right all right one second did any of them, while 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 I'm figuring this out, did any of them like that description really get you fired up? Like, oh, don't take the NFL strong. comps out, but like, man, take, somebody, a lot of these guys threw 40 touchdowns and yeah. less than 10 interceptions. That's pretty great. But I like number, I like door number two. Now the option number B, the one who has as much pure talent as any yeah. quarterback in the draft. Yeah, that made it wiggle for me. That made it wiggle. Oh, I like yeah. that. All right, I'm almost there. <laughs> I like this game though. This is a good. Uh, this is a good pod game. I, like I should have got the theme. Yeah, it's good. I may have looped it four times at this point, and no one would yeah. want that. All right, so we have our forty times. Um. One more. Um, okay, so the first person's 40 time is 4-8. That's the person who ran for five touchdowns. The second person, the Matt Stafford comparison, who you loved, uh, yeah. he ran a 4-7. Okay. The third person, the one who had no comp, who uh, was saying uh, kind of a NFL starting job, but more of a caretaker than a game changer. 
497. And then the last one, who was compared to Matt Ryan, ran a 459. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I think door number three is Jimmy G, and I just don't I don't want I, – I mean, the, they, the Niners made it deep despite of him, not because of him. I remember statistically, like, I remember the announcers making fun of him. They're like, yeah, they keep winning, but, it, I mean – All right, so you're saying uh, number three you're out on, and you think that that's I Jimmy think, G? Yes. Am I right? That is the reggae horn of appreciation. Yes, number three is Jimmy G. And no, we don't want that motherfucker. So Jimmy G, that's right. Jimmy G, uh, you hear that draft profile and you wonder, yeah, no shit no one sent first round picks for that guy. Fuck that guy. He sucks so much. All right. So fuck Jimmy G. I'm glad we got that one out of the way because, I mean, it had to be in there, but fuck that guy. The Matt Ryan one's thrown. So now you got Matt Ryan. Doug Flutie, Matt Stafford, a bunch of big, big dick, big dick statistics. Um, all what, of these what guys through. Say about about Flock, he's got a hose. Dude has a hose. That could be the <laughs> has as much pure talent as any quarterback in the draft, but needs to improve accuracy. There, there's that. There's also um, forty-three touchdowns against six interceptions and five rushing yards, which led the nation in pass efficiency. And then there's also uh, ninety-eight touchdowns to just twenty-one interceptions over three years, including seventy-two percent in his senior year. That's tough. I think door number two is Baker. Door number two. The comparison to Matt Stafford, as much arm talent as any quarterback in the draft, is. I gotta get my sound effect. Gotta get my sound effect. Everyone, just take a drink. Take a Shit, that means I'm wrong it. if you don't have the, it one, is... the, the one on. Drew Locke! Drew Locke, as much arm talent in the draft compared to Matt Stafford, that is. Wow. Drew Locke. Wow. So were you bigger. were you saying, I mean, I, I should have asked you, is that who you wanted as your quarterback? Yeah, but the number two is the one that... That was the one the, you picked. That was your dating game selection. Uh, All it's right. better than me accidentally So you chose door punch. number two. Well, I was worried, you know what? I was worried about accidentally picking Jimmy G. I was yeah. worried that... No, <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't do that. I made the whole pod <laughs> thrown in the trash. All right, so you Drew, chose really? Drew Locke. They, who said that about Drew Locke? Uh, Mel Kuyper. No shit. I like Mel. So could have gone anywhere to lead a college offense. He chose Missouri. His strong arm helped him lead FBS with 44 passing touchdowns in 2017 and only uh, 13 interceptions. Uh, They said he needed to improve his accuracy and play with a better in-game presence, but had lofty potential and more pure talent than anybody else in the draft that year. Which, yeah. That's uh, that was Drew Locke. Um, uh, is this how you gently coax me into believing? Well, the fun thing is to tell you the other two. Uh, led the nation in pass efficiency by a large, large margin. That was Baker Mayfield. But I remember him throwing a lot of interceptions. Maybe it's, I'm thinking it's the thinking Oklahoma. It's the Oklahoma system. It was all. It was all system. But think about that. Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick, a year or two later. 6.7 NFL draw, NFL prospect grade. Drew Locke, 
That's not wow. a lot of difference. So pretty big deal there. Now, are you curious who the last one was? Well, can I take a guess? Yeah. Can you give me one more hint? Well, he's compared to Matt Ryan, and he ran a four-five-nine. That's all I'm giving you. And the Seahawks could get him real easy. Can you give me a first letter? Can I buy a vowel? No, that would be too much. Um, you're very Wait. familiar with his work. I'm very familiar with his work. Minshew? No. That is Geno Smith. No. Yes, no, 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 that's no. Geno Smith. We saw what the Seahawks looked like <laughs> oh. when Geno went back home, and that's a fucking hell no for me. And how is that Matt Ryan? Geno Smith, like Drew Locke, at one point was the number one overall pick. That's what they were thinking. Uh, but it was like, punched, who punched him in the face on the Jets? I forget. It was... Uh, <laughs> No, they broke his jaw. No, I remember that. Uh, it was like a left tackle at the time. I don't know. Debrickashaw Ferguson? <laughs> Punched him in the face. It may have been Debrickashaw Ferguson. Um, broke his fucking jaw. All right. So I feel yeah. really good about this. You chose Drew Locke. Out of all of those options, you chose Drew Locke to be the future of the franchise. Hey, listen, no one wants to be. Look. I would love to be proven wrong. Love. Did you? Maybe it's Denver. Maybe Denver's cursed. Did you see uh, after the rush trade, there was a huge fire inside Mile High Stadium? I did. I also heard a lot of reports that Vic Fangio hated that fucking guy. Vic Fangio hated Drew Locke. Like, so with yes. this, so, this is it. So you can talk yourselves into it. You can say he's got a hose. You can watch the video. You can look at his draft profile and see how he had more God-given talent than anybody else. I want to ask you, does Pete Carroll really like Drew Locke, or is this a ruse? I think uh, he loves second chance. I don't know. I, uh, he does. He's not damaged goods. Like, I mean, I, not I that damaged. It's only been two draft, years. I think Pete's still going to draft Willis, and Pete loves nothing more than uh, a good old competition. Always compete. Here's the and thing. He's going to... He's going to make one of them earn it. I know what you're saying right now, and I hate it. Uh, I but hate right. the idea of the Seahawks using the ninth pick on gonna, you know a quarterback. I hate it. it. I already know. Do, do you you ever get a situation where you know Wait, what you the— agree, But do you agree with me? Do you agree with me that's what we're going to do? Uh, no. I, I'm convincing every 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 part of my body is con, <laughs> is fighting me on it, and I'm trying to convince my natural responses to say but no. Ha- yeah. How hard are you trying to convince me? I'm fighting it so hard. In fact, it's the point where Emily is to the point where she will, she's in Pete we trust. She will trust anything he does right now, which is interesting. Not a great idea. And I, I mean, I want it to be what I want, but I only want to trust Pete if he picks what I want him to pick. And (laughs) it's, God. I'm just having flashbacks. I know it's to the you next fight. Charlie I, Whitehurst, all in. That's all I keep saying. If you're asking me why I don't want it to happen, like I, I already know it's the next fight. The minute Malik Willis gets shouted out at pick number nine, like it's it's going to be a hostile house. Like we're just going to walk around, just ain't one of us happy, one of us angry, one of us being like it's going to be fine, and one of us saying it's not going to be fine. It's going to be rough. It's just well, it's probably not going to be fine either way. Well, from what we've looked at, it might be fine with Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke. You're that in? 
I well, here's the thing. Let's look up. What's the NFL draft grade of Malik Willis? That's a great question. Malik Willis. So we said Drew Locke was six point four. Mm-hmm. Six point. Wait, I make sure I pick the right. <laughs> right, six point four one. Okay, so that's a great. It's a great camp competition. <laughs> it's they're literally the same person. Just two years later. Here's the thing. I'll ask well, you this. What would you trade for Malik Willis two years from now? Oh, fuck. You broke my brain. I don't that, know. That's the thing. I, uh, I don't know. Is, is, he, is he damaged goods or is he not damaged goods? Well, I hate that out. Pete Carroll is making me think about Drew Locke. I absolutely <laughs> fucking hate this. Because it's all strategy for him to get what he really wants in the end. Maybe we don't know what it is, but I'm so goddamn pissed. So do you think he still knows what he's what he's doing? Pete? No, yeah, I don't know that. He... I'm hoping that. I'm hoping with every fiber of my being that he still knows what he's doing. Emily has 100% faith that he knows what he's doing. I know, because uh, he wants to run first offense, and we don't have a fucking like, running back to do like, We have... No, we got Penny and Carson. What we have are running backs. Yeah, but they always get hurt. Well, this will be the year Neither that, that doesn't happen. This will be the year that that doesn't happen. <laughs> I said that last three years. Remember Rawls? Maybe. I remember being so hyped God on Rawls. damn it. That's right. We loved Thomas Rawls. Dude, he, and he was amazing until he fucking broke his leg in half. <laughs> the hilarious part is that we were like, yeah, keep Thomas Rawls. Chris Carson, get rid of J.D. McKissick. I know. Get rid of all these other fucking losers. <laughs> and they all started playing like, for other I teams. I the lone voice that wanted to keep McKissick. Oh, he can run and catch passes. Can any of our other guys do that? No, but we've got four running backs, so we got to keep them on. <laughs> Fuck J.D. McKissick. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I think this next season's going to be. I think it's going to be a haul. We got to find some silver linings that aren't in wins. Um, well, I, I I am excited to have more conversations about the actual NFL draft. Um, I'm building up arguments. I, I I know better than to have the real draft conversation two weeks out. We're going to wait until we get closer, and then uh, I'll put something on the calendar, and we'll try to get as many finickiers on it. Um, God. But yes, I'm glad to... that we had a chance to really, really get down to the nitty gritty and talk about the quarter. I mean, the quarterbacks is where it starts. And if well, I just, so, I had, I, yeah, I haven't had like a chance to even think about it, so this was good. I just, it's just, I just, I'm just. You got to think about what we got already before yeah. we move on to what we're about to get. So now you know that we've got Drew Lock, who in the pre-draft process is pretty much as good as well. He's better than Jimmy. Yeah, according to the pre-draft process better than jimmy almost as good as gino almost as good as baker don't say we saw what the seahawks were with gino he has to be better than gino well gino was getting better if you ask emily she was fine starting the season with gino gino couldn't do a fourth quarter drive to save his life yeah you gotta get him back in the groove he's been out of it for a while i don't know i don't know he wins two of those games and we're in the playoffs this year that's true. And then what? Like, I, I, I'm fine I'm with that. You're saying, right. Then we have a shot. Then we got Russ. You're right. right. And we had Penny. We had Penny going. Yes. We had Penny cooking. Oh, 
actually, all, I think all he needed was two games or one game, and we, it might have been one game. Well, the thing is, he didn't lose us that Steelers game. That Steelers game we had, and it just didn't I mean, what happen. Are the other five. Well, some of those we well we lost to Colt we lost to Colt McCoy, so let's just look inward at that no, and really figure you. out what that means. All right, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something we want to talk about for the last 30 seconds of this. Uh, ben Bliss, do you want to be draft related? Do you want to be parenting related? It's up to you. Parenting. All right, you get to How's talk. All right, you get to talk about what it's like to have a child that can't sleep for about 30 seconds, and you're off. You know, it's really fucked up. What's up? So, yeah, my son stopped sleeping entirely a couple nights ago. Entirely? Just done? Uh, every hour and a half, back back to that. The four-month regression for all my parents out there. They know what's up. <laughs> uh. For all my parents out there, hey <laughs> No, so, but Heidi's sleeping with him in the guest bedroom, so I'm actually, I'm sleeping just fine. Wait, what? Because I gotta work. I gotta work. <laughs> I can't be up every hour. I gotta work. So Heidi has the crib in the guest bedroom, and I have the big bed and the big bedroom all to myself. Until he starts sleeping. That's very noble of you. What a great <laughs> man you are. Uh, you know, the sacrifices you make for this family. <laughs> Have you seen my garage bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Zach, this is one more piece. We're still having difficulty getting you on the pod, but I want you to know that Bliss is out here struggling. And he's doing he, just fine. He's, he's, he's trying to make it. All right. Well, Ben, uh, this has been the Finicky <laughs> Podcast. Uh, we've got uh, this is closure on the Russell Wilson trade. Next up. Is the Can you future? Give me a fuck Russell Wilson to send us off. All oh, right, I hope that works. In hell and mile high, thin air. <laughs> <laughs>